This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome back. I'm so excited. So the last episode we were talking about uh, getting cheated on. Yes. Which is really sad, but we were having so many discussions afterwards because I know that so many people can relate to this, which is crazy. But um, on Instagram, I had so many more questions come in about the cheating and how common it actually is. It's Obviously, so common. Yeah. It's wild. I just wanted to discuss a little bit more about relationships today. So obviously... Maggie and I, for those who don't know, we're very different. We're polar opposites to each other, which I think brings such a great spice to this podcast because you want such differing opinions in general. But I wanted to ask you a few questions today. (laughs) Do you think, because I know that, um, sadly, that you've been cheated on, but do you think... Many times. Do you think being cheated on takes away from your self-worth? Like, as a person? Because I know so many people often speak about feeling less than after being cheated on and they often question themselves and yeah 100% I think that's something that yeah if you have been cheated on you probably do go through I mean if I was to ask you I I mean have you ever been cheated on I mean no no actually I haven't (laughs) I wasn't with Billy since I was with him since high school yeah but no I you know touch wood I haven't been cheated on and I think it's very easy for me to be like if I was I would leave full stop yeah that's exactly why you would say that. yeah and but I think it's not a lot as of easy as that what makes it hard um well I think obviously being in a relationship with someone the time you've spent with them um the relationship you have with them what you've built together the life that you envisage with that partner like you think okay well this is this is my forever person I'm going to be with them for a long time um and do you think it uh, it comes down to like how much you love yourself because I know like I preach that quite a lot and I'm like self-love, self-love, self-love. If you love yourself, you wouldn't stay in something that isn't oh, serving 100%. to you. Yeah, 100%. And like I, I know so many women, especially online, that go this took away from who I am and I've had to rebuild. Like, Do you know like in a relationship, I feel like more so than anything, when you have self-love in that relationship, and it's like a spectrum. Self-love I feel like is a spectrum. And with that is like, you could be on a lower end of a spectrum and have self-love, self-worth and still be in this committed, yeah. loving relationship. But then you could be on the higher end of the spectrum where, like, your self-love is so high up there for yourself and, like, you wouldn't take shit from anyone because it's, like, your partner's a bonus as opposed to, like, everything. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people don't even know what self-love and self-worth is. I mean, yeah. that's something that I didn't know and that's something that you've taught me. Yeah, you know, since I've met you, because yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think of that. So I think for a lot of people who have been cheated on, they probably don't even those aren't things that they even think of, like yeah. self love, self worth. Like they probably because they put their partner probably before them, themselves. so yeah, before yeah. themselves. So they don't do a lot of work on themselves because they don't probably feel like they've ever needed to, or that that's something that's missing from them. So um, they just sort of go along. With I think it. it's also really hard when kids are involved in a relationship because it's oh, like do you, do you stay for the kids would you stay for the kids oh, like i don't want huge. them to come from a broken home yeah. and then you go into that topic of discussion of like is staying worse off for like i say this so often so many women online i'm like is staying worse off for them like do you want them to grow up and look at that unhealthy relationship go this is normal like this is what is modeled to me as mum and dad like have you noticed your kid like i know tyson 
he he sees you and like he copies you in so many ways like maggie's really into green juices and like healthy foods <laughs> yeah. and like he's like mom can i have avocado and i'm like what the fuck kind of kid asks for avocado yeah, literally like he's, he is really healthy yeah. because you model that to him yeah but i've been in relationships where i have stayed yeah um and even with my son's father but yeah. because also i think it's also like you know I'm going to say cultural thing or even what yeah, I was brought true, up with. Very so true. like you culture. Could, yeah. And like it's like you know you don't get divorced in certain cultures. Yeah. You stay, you make it work. It's embarrassment, it's shame. 100%. Um so there's all these other things that come into play. 100%. So um having what I know now and having the help that I got for myself and you know knowing my self-worth and my self-love is a different story for me now if I was in a relationship with someone who was cheating whereas before I would have stayed and I did stay in so many relationships. So and now that you've come to a realisation of like, like you're at a different path of your life and you've got so much more self-love, what would you tell the older you, like for the women out there that are in a relationship that they're not happy in, what would you tell them? What would your advice be in that situation? If It doesn't have to be cheating. It could literally even be just being in a relationship that isn't serving you and yeah, isn't bringing is out the best in you. Yeah, this is because it's, yeah. This is, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I know. Yeah, no, it, I know. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Because, um, it's something that's taken a long time. So, I think for anyone that's going through something like that, um, definitely take the time to work on yourself. And by working on yourself, I mean, it can be in different forms. Um, you know, I got help. I saw someone about it, a therapist. To, Which is amazing. And that stemmed a lot from my yeah. childhood upbringing. So, it wasn't necessarily what was you know those were contributing factors like obviously being in a really toxic relationship but you know taking the time out for myself and you know learning about myself because I'd forgotten you know you forget what yeah. you want who you are yeah. you just get caught up in life 100% especially if you have children so I think um, taking the time to get the help that you need and whether that's reaching out to friends um, seeing a therapist um, yeah. journaling like you know joining the gym you know doing yeah, yoga just anything that. that you know going for a walk you know i think you did something a little while ago on your instagram yeah where it was you like did the spark the things that spark joy yeah and it was like little things that i like made a list of you did and we went joy. yeah we went, we went to the beach together skinny dipping well, on the beach well, it wasn't intended, yeah, but it wasn't yeah anyway. the intention was <laughs> yoga on the beach <laughs> but, um, yoga on the beach and we, i was like hey, let's her, go for a swim the blind next leading minute, the blind fucking dead bird was it right next to us <laughs> disgusting it was like eight yeah. o'clock in the morning on a winter's morning um so i think yeah just doing little things um I that think that definitely joy. is what, yeah, that sparked joy yeah. um, and just working on yourself. I mean, meditation was another thing that I struggled with, but I started to incorporate. So I think, yeah, if anyone that's struggling, definitely I love that. take that time for yourself to just work out what it is that you want and need and what you want for yourself and in your life. And yeah. then, you know, make a list of those things and ask for help. I think that was the biggest thing is I never asked for help because I didn't want to burden anyone. I didn't want to come to my friends about things. I didn't want to, you know put my problems onto somebody else but you know there's that saying where they say like a problem shared is halved or something I yeah don't, I what that's the, so true I yeah. love that I've never heard that so you know I think sharing it with someone um and then you know asking yeah. for help is probably the biggest thing 100 um, and that it is okay to ask for help because I think I read something not long ago where it was like you know therapists get help you know um Doctors. athletes you know yeah seek mentors or you know every, there's yeah someone's always there for someone. Got someone else, yeah. whether it's a mentor, you know, whoever it is. So there's no shame in getting that help that you 100%. need because, you know, you owe it to yourself, really. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. that's so true. I remember I was speaking to a friend recently. 
Yes, Maggie, I have friends other than you. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? I need names. These bitches are gone. I was speaking You're to a friend. You're not allowed to have friends other than me. That's I it. I was speaking to a friend recently and um, she was going through quite a hard time and I was saying how like when I was in a really difficult time in my life, I was quite young, battling a bit of depression and anxiety and one thing that really helped me and that psychologist recommended and I still go back to this piece of advice was I had – um, a list of things that made me sad and upset, which actually made me more Fuck, depressed, mine obviously. Had been 10 pages. <laughs> At yeah. the time, it was bad, but it helped me. But he goes, I, cha- I challenge you to write a list of 10 things that make you happy. And they can't be conventional things like when I see this person or when I, you know, when someone says this to me. It can't be dependent on others. It's got to be just things that you do for you that make you happy and spark joy. And so I had to write that list and by the next session I had to go back. Yeah. And then he was like, write a list of people that love you, that uh, you know yes. love you. Yes. And I was like, okay, it was yeah. another challenge. Yeah. And then he's like, write a list of people that you love and I want you to reach out to these people and just tell them that you love them. Yeah, no, wow. you, it's not that deep, just reach out. And I was like, oh, no, nah, oh, that's weird. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. no, do it. And it helped so much when I was going through such a t- like a terrible time but I think like if this piece of advice can help anyone you know passing that advice on I still do it till now I feel like and like you said reaching out is so hard and I feel like especially with culture we often it's like you have an issue like keep it to yourself even in relationships I don't know if anyone's been in this but you know when you have like a relationship issue and you don't want to tell someone because you're like I don't want them to view that person that way well yeah and then there's also you know the stigma of like you know well you know it depends who to because I feel like a lot yeah, of times true. you know especially women like it's hard because you know they try and portray a certain way of their relationship and then yeah. it's like shit like do I really want to tell them that because yeah. you know they think our relationship is great and 100%. you know or you know you're not going to get the feedback that you want or you know yeah. it's going to be like well f- this yeah. could take a turn for the worse like no 100% yeah like it's coming back to like friends as well and like how much can you share with that Friend, that's true you know are they going to but I feel like it's quality over quantity at the end and I think a yeah. lot of people often forget that and have you had those friends that distance themselves from people once they get in a relationship of any sort or you know even later when they have kids and they distance themselves and then you realize like they slowly chipped away at the friendship and they dis and don't get me wrong they could be going through stuff they could their own mind is shifting especially if it's like motherhood's involved as well I think their partner also can have a lot to play in that part too like saying they don't like them well not even just they don't like them that they have a certain expectation of them and it's like well like I don't want you to we're together now and you don't need to be going out with your friends all the time or you know you're you're a mum now or you've got you know what I mean I feel like like that's just toxic like for me I'm like red flag (laughs) I need the red flags ding 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 you're out. Yeah, but they're not going to – well, yeah, some people might not see it as a red flag. Yeah. you know, like clearly yeah, there are we a- have different <laughs> – your red flag for me is green. Like so – You're blind, you're, right? You're colour yeah, blind. exactly. I'm just learning all the colours now. But, um, yeah, I yeah get it's you. different. Everyone's it's, very different everyone's when it different. comes to relationships. Yeah. What do you think are three red flags in a relationship? If you could name three red flags – Oh, I don't know Looking about this now, one. especially healed you, healed version yeah. of you, are there three things that maybe you can look at now and say do you know what like I wish the past me knew these three important red flags that I do watch out for now yeah see I still like so I could could name three for you yeah I know I could you can say that to me and I'm still like (laughs) you're still or you'll know it when you see it 
You feel like yeah. it's more feeling, like gut feeling than anything? Yeah, it's, I think it's definitely more gut feeling. Like I know um, we always, always like dismiss it. Like we always do it yeah, and it yeah. does my head in. And, I, and like we say to ourselves, like our gut, like we know it. We know it. Like we've yeah. been told all the time, yeah. follow your gut, follow your gut, follow your gut. And then we fucking love. don't follow yeah. it. Like it's like, why didn't I act on that? Why didn't IBS. I follow my gut? <laughs> it's fucking stupid. But yeah, yeah definitely like, yeah, I think for me it's more like the feeling, like follow my gut. You just know, like you feel you just know, you get that yucky feeling, you just know that that's not right. But yeah. you just dismiss it and go, oh, well, fuck it. Like, do you know, do you know what our mind would be? And I don't even think it's like a red flag. I think it's just a way of measuring healthy or unhealthy. And I want you to do this if you're at home listening and just think about this because someone's going to come to mind when you think yeah, about this. But when you fuck you're... up everyone's relationships. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone just reevaluate. Reevaluate. No. Okay, what were you going to say? But it's more of like, when you're with that person, especially relationship more so than friendship, or even fr- this would this would apply for friendship too, actually. But even if it's I'm with your mum, you leave friends. her. Yeah. <laughs> Disown. Yeah, no, but if you're around someone, when you're with them, are you your true, authentic self? And when you leave them, right? So say you're in how a room with feel? them. When you leave, not only how you feel, but do you think you'd act any different elsewhere? Like, do you feel like, and look, this could come down to like how you are if you're a people pleaser and whatever. Some people literally shift their personality depending yeah, on who I've they're hanging out that. with. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. yeah. Which is wild and to I'm me. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this ain't huh? you. What, what are you doing? I actually like, had a friend what yesterday. What are you actually doing? That's not you. Like, I had Maggie yesterday see, that literally say, you know what? I know you're with someone because I was with yeah. my sister in law because I know you're voice... with someone based on how you do it. Yeah, do I do speaking. that? Yeah, you do. Yeah, okay, it's a anyway, dead we're getting derailed here. But yeah. do you know how, like, when you're with them, like, I say this to Billy all so often, Billy, my husband, for the for listeners who don't know who Billy is, like, who the fuck's Billy? My second but husband. Yeah. <laughs> I say this all the time. I'm like, if we, God forbid, ever broke up, nothing will change about me. Where, How I dress, where I go, my friendships, everything about me would be identical. Yeah, that's true. Nothing would change. And I feel like that's such a healthy sign of a healthy relationship. If nothing about you would change. Yeah, but you've, you two have also been together for a very long time. So no, I like, understand that. Yeah. But I've also seen other healthy relationships in my life as in friendships that they're, they're in same amount of relation, like other relationships, whether they're new or old. And genuinely, they are who they are, whether they're with their partner, they're without their partner. And I feel like that's such a healthy thing to have. And I feel like that's a great way yeah. to measure even a friendship. Like if you're with that person and you feel like you have to almost like conform into what their vision is of you. Like, do you know how some people, they're like, I've, we've outgrown each other. And it's like, no, 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 I've just grown. And you have this image of me that you think that I'm supposed to conform to, but it's like, I'm allowed to grow and be who I am. And you should support that. Like your partner should be your biggest supporter in every avenue. And don't get me oh, wrong, 100%. I'm not saying yeah. like go out and, you know, do wild shit that your partner won't exactly agree with but I'm also saying like be you and don't be afraid to be you and your partner should be your biggest supporter yeah well I feel like that's also like a lot of times when people are together like they kind of lose themselves and like they lose do. all of that so it's just like well how does that but do they lose how, themselves well, because look? of like time and staying together I think time relationships um I think they just end up molding themselves or into each other into each other or just people that they want them to be molded to yeah without maybe even realizing it so i don't know true i mean it is um it is one for the books that one i feel like every relationship is obviously different and i i totally respect that but i think i think like i have this straight way of thinking and i'm like straight way ding 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 red flag everything's red flag <laughs> but not because of anything just because i feel like and i don't mean to chew my own horn i've done so much self Work, like work on myself yeah. to get to where I am and I would never want it to diminish for anybody 
and I feel like it's it's a work in progress. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, but you've also it's come never... from a very healthy relation, you know, family upbringing. Um, so I think that's also yeah had a part to play I mean, too. Thirty years later, my parents got a divorce. I don't <laughs> hey, know what that's modelling. Yeah, but they but look at the way you know it was. It was very amicable and yeah. you know just even the way you were brought up. Though, yeah, it was very yeah. different. I understand. And the, you know the relationship in the family home. So yeah. you had a lot. To of be, respect yeah. in, in relation yeah. in our home yeah. to be able to walk. Yeah, I, right. I totally understand that. Definitely, my mum, my mum is a woman I aspire to be like. Even if I'm ten percent like her, I would be very happy. Well, you are. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's like the first thing you've ever <laughs> said to me. Do you know what I wanted to talk about though as well? There was um people like on Instagram, especially when I do confessions, a lot of sex stuff comes up. Like me and my husband aren't having sex. Either I have a low libido or like he has a low libido and doesn't matter what I do, like he's just not into it. And I get this question all the time. How often is healthy? That's like, Are do you, you know if you Google me? it? Are you, you actually Google asking it, me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Um, I don't really want to. <laughs> um, how often Out is healthy? I, okay. I don't know. I would say two times a day. A day. Yeah. Everyone's different. For how many know. years? Like, do you break For up as after long a as year? I, what? If, uh, two times. Where do you have the time, bro? Between work every and morning and every night. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Okay. I think like it definitely varies. I think especially depending on what you're going on in what's going on in life. I know me post kids. What's, what's, what, what's going on? No, so like me bed. like post kids. Whatever. Just make <laughs> it happen. Just make it work. If you just touch me the right way, I'm good to go. <laughs> so. But see, you would have a high sex drive. There are some yeah, people do. who don't. Definitely. Yeah. There well, are so many people who don't, and I feel like it always depends that. on like what's happening. And I feel like personally, it definitely comes down to connection. Like if you, if there's no connection, start with that. Like yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good the sex is. I don't know. Personally, I can't even. Don't even look in my direction if like we're not okay. Like I can't be yeah, mad fucking. You. Like do you know yeah. people like makeup sex. Nah, bitch. I'm be holding that over your head. No, I get. I'm it. be thinking about yeah, it. And the even whole day. for like say like obviously I'm single. So like for me like yeah. I couldn't. I can't just sleep with someone yeah. if there's no actual connection there. Yeah, like I don't definitely. care how good looking you are yeah. and what you look like. If there's no connection, it's just not gonna 100%. happen. So. And I feel like especially. Like, for me personally, being in a marriage, I've been married now for, like, seven, eight years. Billy's going to say ten, but it's seven, eight years. Seven, eight years now, and I feel like over the time we've gone through, like, phases where, like, sometimes you're going to have a dry patch and then sometimes you're going to have a part where it's literally four yeah. times a day. It just depends on where you're at. But I feel like, yeah, honestly, working on it, like, there was a pastor that I spoke to. He's actually a marriage counsellor, and I spoke to him. It was I was interviewing him for something, and afterwards I asked him that question. I said, do you think when someone cheats they can work on things, yeah? And he goes, and he asked me this one question. He goes, what's the difference between a friendship and a relationship? And I said, and I kept, I was like, love, this, that, I don't know, I was saying all this stuff. And he's like, no sex. And he goes, and once that's broken, it's very hard to bring. He goes, I've counseled a lot of people and don't get me wrong. There are the ones, the people who defy the odds. I'm talking about like sex being such an important asset and, and part of a relationship. Like I'm not, don't think of this as me saying, like, if you have a sexless marriage or relationship right now, like, you're doomed. That's so not the case. There's so much that you can do for it. It always depends on why. But what I'm trying to say... Well, well, how long are you, you going to be in a relationship with no sex? Like, <laughs> No, I know. I would struggle with that 100%. I'd be out. But See I'm, tra- I'm trying to give hope to people yeah, okay. who are still going through it, yeah? Look at, the, look at the light. There's still yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know. There could be other factors. Some people are being cheated on that. I know some people... Yeah, like, I get it. It's connection. There's some a lot. Yeah, I know. depressed. There's stuff going Works. on with their partner that's going on deeper that you might not know either 
Yeah. Like so many things could be going on. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Yeah, yeah you get help. That's, that's why connection is so important because you're able to be vulnerable with your partner and open up. And I'm not just talking about us women. I'm talking about like men that are going through stuff, you know, whoever you are, like going through stuff. You don't know what your partner's really... You could live with them and sleep in the same bed but you still don't know as long as you've been married you still don't know what's going through the head you're not a mind reader so it's always good to like sit down and connect and I think one piece of advice that I can give for sex in general and maybe increasing those odds (laughs) in any way is definitely sitting down and having deep meaningful conversations I know for me and Billy one thing that definitely helps is asking each other certain questions like what are three things that I do that maybe that I could do better what are three things that you love about me that aren't physical what have I done this week that's made you feel loved in the past week? Making it a short amount of time, like this week, instead of saying the past year. Yeah, it's like, like checking it's, in yeah, and stuff. And yeah, and it makes them mindful but to do more of that too. I think you guys also, like, you guys do do date nights as well. So yes. I think that is also something that, like, a lot of people, I know so many people don't do date nights. Like, and I've we got went so on many a holiday. And, you know, that are in relationships and they don't have date nights they wow. just don't have the time i'm busy we don't have the yeah, time and i think also financial stress plays a big part yeah Babysitter, but it doesn't have to be something yeah. yeah it could yeah, be at home it i know be exactly what you're saying. kids go to bed you know make something nice to eat like make a meal together sit down yeah and you know put a movie on or do something i know you guys do, board do that games all the time sometimes. do board games yeah I mean, we to do me board that's games boring so but fun. yeah like <laughs> it sounds boring unless you do one when it's like you're stripping each time yeah that's hot like it's a lead up it's a foreplay yeah you know what i mean like there's yeah you know i get you we went on a holiday to bali as you know you guys don't know but maggie knows (laughs) (laughs) if you follow me you'd know we went on a kid-free holiday and it was one of our first since like literally our honeymoon we went on it and it was such a powerful and i remember like maggie had called me she facetimed me because we facetime we're like i'm telling you second wife like she's my second husband but we were talking and she goes, you, you guys seem so happy and I'm you so did. happy for you. I remember you. seeing a photo yeah. that you posted um, or Billy, I think, had posted and I was like, fuck, man, like you could see it on your face. Like yeah. you genuinely both looked so happy yeah. and I was like, I that made was... me so happy for you guys because yeah. like, I just, I know firsthand this how This is a reminder to get friends that are actually genuinely happy for you guys. 100%. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow, that's incredible. Like yeah. I wish I had the knowledge that you have and what you guys shared together because I think that is – key to a successful marriage or relationship so i think and people I think, yeah go sorry on, sorry don't no, worry, go. i want to cut you off go. but i think like i genuinely even before going i thought we were fine like i genuinely didn't think yeah, there was an issue does. but there was That's just like work this that like let's get away for us time and then as soon as we got on the trip mags i'm not joking with you this cunt was so annoying <laughs> i was like who the fuck did i marry you were gonna say something else you're a bitch <laughs> i was like He's complaining that it's hot. We're on a fucking island. What do you want me to do? Like, do you, uh, sorry, let me change the temperature oh of the my air. God. I was, and we were, we had gone on a holiday with my sister-in-law and her husband as well, but we went our separate ways quite often, did our own thing. And I was like, these cunts are like they're on their honeymoon. And we're like, on our, it's like we're on the brink of divorce. I was like, yeah, but then it all right. changed for you guys. It, it all changed, changed yeah, a lot. But you know yeah. what? Like that's the thing. Like it was if, so important. Yeah, but to that's what I'm saying. Go like, through that everyday life. Like people come home, you literally spend probably yeah. one hour together, two hours if that maximum. Yeah. And that one hour that you spend together is not like quality time. No, You're literally like 100%. whether you have kids or don't have kids, it's like everything's rushed, 100%. and then it's dinner, and then it's bed. Yeah. So 
you know, I think like, and then when you're going away or spending time with your partner or in a relationship, whatever that is, it's like you're literally, you're together 24 seven. Yeah, there's no kids to buffer. No, there's There's nothing to buffer. Yeah, and I wasn't on my phone either. Like if he's going to work, you're like, thank fuck, like (laughs) he's going to work for a few hours. You know what I mean? Like that's how I think most people feel. And they they don't, they're talking (laughs) shit. (laughs) Like don't fucking lie. It's like, thank fuck, go to work. Yeah, So you're like, it's like, you know, during COVID times. Yeah, yeah. There was, I think like more divorce. Man, I left my partner before COVID because I didn't want to be stuck in COVID with him. So I was like, fuck, now's my chance. Yeah, I'm going to fucking boot him out the door. No, but seriously, yeah. like that's that's anxiety. Like no. people were separating 100%. just because they had to live with that person again for it's 24 true. hours. It's, it's like true. you breathe, I want to stab you in the <laughs> yeah. throat. Like just piss off. Nah, 100%. So and when I was used there, I remember like Billy had come up to me because you're so uptight. He goes, man, just let loose, have a bit of fun. Like, why do you have I to, like, bro, don't worry. Yeah. Like, we've got no kids to come home to. Yeah, we've got no responsibility. But it's adjusting it was to adjusting. it. adjusting. Yeah, it correct. took a few days. And I remember one night, I don't know, we had like an argument. I don't know what, it was so dumb. I remember it being so dumb. And he came into the room, it was like midnight. We'd gone out for a swim. And then we came into the room and he's like, so we're just not going to talk. And I was like. No. What's, no, I was like, what's there to talk about? Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like genuinely, like what's there to talk about? I just don't want us to further fight. Like I, we're on a holiday. Yeah. Let's enjoy ourselves. And he was like, no, like, all right, let's, let's, let's sit in and at least try. And we got into this deep conversation and genuinely we hashed out so many things and it was so nice to just like let your guard down and just be. And I remember we're up to like 4 a.m. And then afterwards, like the next day, no joke, he was going off to the gym. At, like I was out tanning and going for a swim. And me, the most non-affectionate, non-cringy style person was like, I'm going to miss you, man. And I was like, who am I? Like, you're... But I was genuinely... I would have drowned you I heard that come out of your mouth. I never heard that. I was genuinely like, just... Like, I meant every word. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I want to be with you every second. Like, I want to yeah. inhale you. Like, it was insane. Yeah. Like, I, That's really I probably sweet. hadn't felt like that since probably our... And look, I felt like that in certain times, yeah. but not... For eight, like this was like, we still had like six days or seven days left of the holiday. We'd gone away for 10 and it did not change day after day. It was like, we it were just infatuated with each other. Yeah, it was like, I remember like you, you just saying met that to me all over again. But that's the thing, like people just get busy and it, it almost yeah. seems so hard to like make that time. But you don't have to go to fucking Bali. No, like, definitely just not. Just night in the city or even like half a day, do yeah, something. Yeah, get a babysitter and like makes a massive prioritize difference. it. Yeah, 100%. Because I tell you what, money comes and goes, but strengthening your relationship, that's something that money can't even, you can't even... You can't. I feel like it's something like it's hard in the moment to do, but once you do it, it's like something that you'll never regret. And yeah. you will gain and benefit so much from it and not doing it. And I know there's so many factors that are stressful in life, but I think like really making that time, even if it is for an hour yeah. or two hours and just start off like that. And then and I think especially for up. mums, like you always have a hat on. Uh, mothers and even working women in general, just women in general. Like I feel like you always you always have a hat on and even men, everyone, to be honest. I was just going to say that, yeah. even men. I mean, everyone, look, my, my brother wears many hat hats. And, yeah. you know, like, you know, even for him, like 100%. I've seen it firsthand. Like he is an incredible father. He's, he's amazing. He is. He's, he's yeah. amazing. Not just because he's my brother. Like he's incredible. Yeah, so, no, he really is. You know, there are some men there as well that have those responsibilities of having the children. And he's living proof. Correct. Yeah. yeah so I think, dad. you know, and for them it might be just as hard or even harder because then, you it's know, like you're constantly stressing 
for the future, for your children, for you and and trying and to... And men don't stress about it as much as we do. Like if, if Billy was to come to you and be like, all right, let's, wait, I'm booking something. You're like, oh, but wait, nah, you're not. Man, like, I need to oh, know, I need to... You'd have anxiety. Bro, You'd be like, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not like, fucking nah, going. nah, don't, don't surprise exactly. me. That's nah, exactly. That's what I mean. Exactly. So and we, we have are, a lot to think about too. Yeah. And I think mum guilt comes, plays a huge part. I think parent guilt in general. Like I remember even before we left, Billy was like, I feel so guilty for not taking the kids. So it's in general, guilt in general. And it's like, you are so much better of a parent when you come back with your cup full. What you're yeah. giving to others should be the overflow of the cup being full, not from the cup. You need to give them you with a full cup. You cannot be giving from two ounces that's left at the bottom of the for cup. For yourself and for your relationship yeah. and for your kids. You 100%. Know, there's something actually that um, always stuck with me and my therapist taught me this and it's so funny because every time I'm on a plane and now for anyone that's ever jumping on a plane now, we'll just you'll hear it and you'll just laugh. When you're on a flight, they say to you, you know, when the gas mask, when they're doing their um, yeah. emergency, whatever it is, procedure that they do, and they say when the mask comes down. Oxygen mask. Oxygen yeah. mask. You need to pop it onto yourself first before you help others. Yeah. And that's always stuck with me because it's like it's so fucking so true. true. Like you can't – because obviously, you know, as a mother or whatever, your first instinct is to help somebody else before yourself. But if you can't breathe, yeah. then you're no good to anybody else. Yeah. So – I always so come back to that. And, and how often are we drowning on a daily and we think, let me help everyone first and yeah. then I can have time for myself. And it's like, when is it too little too late? Like, when have you gone far beyond the point of like, no, like so much more work. I'm going to compare this to a funny one. It's like Botox, yeah. <laughs> if you leave your wrinkles longer, oh you're going to need a lot more units you're gonna in your forehead. <laughs> if you do it earlier, you only need one or two. <laughs> yeah. Start no, I'm totally joking. All jokes aside, yeah. though, it's so important to put yourself first yeah, in, I agree. In, in life in general. Not not because you're selfish, but just because well, I think sometimes you have to be a little bit be. selfish. Yeah. yeah, and it's learning that because I think that word is like it makes you feel like, 100%. oh, you know, like that's something. Yeah, that would for me it'd be like selfish. Like I don't want to be selfish. That means I'm, you know, going to be taken away from someone, or I'm going to be taken away from my son or my, my relationship. So, and with um, relationships, while we're on that topic, I got quite a few questions on this as well from women and I feel like this is such a good question to address on here how to feel comfortable in your own body when it comes to your sex life like getting getting yourself in that mindset where like the insecurities kind of go out the door because obviously sex is just such an intimate thing and the person that you're with plays a huge part 100% but I think like how to get yourself look she's smiling turn off the lights bro turn off the lights (laughs) keep it fucking black (laughs) What if there's no, a I'm lights joking. on person? I'm joking. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Yeah, um, that's that's a good one. I don't know. I would say, I think, depending on your partner, I think if they make you feel comfortable in your own skin. I mean, for me, I've never been in a relationship where I haven't felt sexy for my partner or haven't had that confidence, you know, yeah. from them, the way they may look at me or little things that they do for me. So, I mean, what about you? I had um, a confession come in once where a girl had said her partner said that post-birth her vagina was too wide and she had to go for a surgery where they sew up part of i i forgot the name so i'm not going to say the name because i don't know the name of the actual surgery but it's a surgery that tightens everything inside Ah, okay yeah yeah and it's to make and i just like the first thing i thought to myself was like if I've just birthed your motherfucking children and you out here telling me my vagina, maybe oh, your dick's told too small. Her that. Yeah, maybe your dick's oh, okay. too small. Like, okay. how are you? I'm, mate, the Moroccan in me would be like, sorry. Yeah, okay, that's. So it really, I feel like 
your partner could say one thing and it could like 10 million good things and they could say one thing and it could play such a huge part in you and I feel like that definitely attributes to the insecurities oh, when it 100%. comes to sex. Yeah. So I feel like definitely start with the conversations around your body and I feel like no one can love you if you don't love you kind of thing and it's the same with insecurities. If you own your insecurities, it doesn't matter what anyone says. And firstly, if your partner's pointing at your insecurities, let that man go. That man. <laughs> you say that like it's just so no. easy. Yeah, nah, fuck it. That's no. it. I'm done. No. Red flag. Red flag. Man, the way I'd be picking out at him, look at your hairy ass chest. <laughs> you look like you got a carpet on there. Look at it. Look at it. No, no one's perfect. Yeah. When you love someone, you love them whole, wholeheartedly. Like, yeah, we change. But I'm just saying my advice is definitely... Take that time to invest in yourself. And if, if it's something but like... But it could be something like, for example, like being, you know, overweight or having yeah. health issues and just not feeling and comfortable. if that's and coming from you, I feel like if that's that's genuinely something that you're unhappy with, take those steps to be able to help yourself and do what makes you happy. If you're confident in the way you are and you love your body the way it is, don't, don't vote. Learn on loving it more. If you aren't happy with the way your body is... Take some steps to small steps, tiny steps yeah, to be able to get there and get to a place like it, do things that make you feel confident in you. And it could be something as small as going for a walk where you've got a podcast on your ears or going to the hairdressers and getting a wash and blow wave, even though you know that you could do this at home. But, you know, you feel so much better when you go and get it done. It could be getting your nails done, your lashes done, whatever it is, whatever it is. It could be literally just taking time out, going to the beach, having a cup of coffee and really sitting within your thoughts. Whatever makes you feel good about you, do it. Get Buy the sexy yeah, lingerie. Buy a dildo if yeah. it helps slice up your sex life and it takes the edge off. Do whatever it yeah, is. No, like, I agree. Do stuff that gets you in that mood and I feel like looking your best, as in for you, 100%. look in the mirror. Like you need it. I follow Chantelle Odden on Instagram. If you guys don't, you definitely should. She's a sexologist. Yeah. And one of her series was like, building self-confidence and stuff like that in the bedroom and she was talking about like I want you to put on go buy sexy lingerie something that makes you feel so good and I want you to take a sexy video of yourself not to send to anyone yeah just, just to really embody the sexy chuck on some sexy music have the downlights on have a lamp on or something in the room take a sexy video oh my god when I tell you you did it. I felt like, I was like, who this bitch? I sent her straight to Billy. She was like, you don't have to send it to anyone. I was like, damn right, I'm sending it. I sent it, was like, whoa, I've never done that in my life. It's yeah. not me. I'm not someone who sends nudes or whatever. Yeah. I was like, damn. But it was more for me. Like when I looked at it, I was like, damn. And it made me but feel see, sexy. What you just said is it comes back to connection, like doing those little yeah. things, like sending him that video. Like he, he, he obviously would have been at work, I'd yeah. say. So like sending those little messages throughout 100%. the day to your partner, you know, taking those little cheeky 100%. photos. Um, and it doesn't have to be like, nudity or like yeah. you said, like in your sex it could be like could the be a smallest sexy text thing. message it could be, yeah that's right like, like just can't wait to suck your cock when you come home <laughs> okay <laughs> but you know what I mean could be anything down PG, yeah. PG. but no yeah. I get you no, I yeah. get it's, you, yeah. again it comes back to like doing those little things like that obviously lead to that so 100% it's spicing up help, your guys. sex life in little little increments it's small tiny yeah. things even putting the kids to sleep that little bit earlier or staying off your phone and not choosing to watch a netflix film and just connecting put some music on the tv and sit down and just chat like it's so hard i, I don't think so many people don't realize like to just sit and chat instead of using netflix as it like an excuse or something to do 
do something different that night. Cook and eat and talk. Put yeah. the technology away and just connect. Agree. And you don't have to have a certain topic you're talking about. One thing can lead to another yeah, and you'd be surprised true. what people open up about. Yeah, like that's so true. Someone, you could be like, you know, how's the salary going, you know, in the meal that you made? And they could be how's like, you know what? I'm so depressed. <laughs> I could cry. I hate my job. Like, you don't know yeah, what's going to come out when yeah. someone has the time of day. Yeah, it's just that safe place, I guess, of just that 100%. knowing that you're, yeah, you're together and that you can talk about it. What about people who... Um, get married or get in a relationship and have kids, the question I often get asked is how do you find yourself? Like forget the marriage, forget the kids, just like finding yourself again in life. Like do you know, have you ever gone through that stage where you've lost yourself? Because I know personally for me post-kids. Many times. <laughs> I'm so fond of her. Where's she at? Yeah. Many times. You mean like when you're in a relationship? Yeah, when you're in a relationship I feel like more so or maybe – even in life really there's so many women that have gone through so much in their life as even I'm sure you have where you've lost yourself how yeah, do you I find feel like yourself that's again? everyone though I feel like everyone loses themselves how do you find her again point. how do you find her again or you're still looking for her um I'm still searching for her I found pieces of her yeah um I think that all has come down to again just I guess Getting help, to be honest with you, is just back seeing someone help. back to getting help. For, for me anyway, it was just getting getting help and just understanding, you know, what is toxic, what isn't toxic, you know, what is healthy, what isn't healthy. About what yourself? I sh- about myself, about anything in life, like whether it be work, relationships, just understanding, you know, what's going on and around me and why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling yeah. and what I can do. Because I think a lot of the times, you know, we don't understand how we can get ourselves out of that mindset, out of that situation. Is it normal? Is it not normal? Is this how everyone else feels? And I think getting help um, or doing little things for yourself is where you, you start to understand, okay, well, that's not how I'm supposed to feel and this is why I'm feeling this way and this is the steps that I need to take to shift that. Yeah, I think I'm also coming to the realisation that you don't have to find the old you. You're a new and improved version of you. No, you're always evolving. And I think like so many people, especially post kids, it's like, where's old me? Like, I don't dress the way I look. I don't look any. I don't look the same as I used to look. I don't dress the same as I used to look. uh, Wear dress. I don't have the same friendship circles. Everything feels so unknown at that time, especially when you're fresh post kids. And I know for me personally, like it took maybe three years to get to where I am, where I like started to be like, okay, I, I fully accept her now. Like I, and I'm talking in third person, but like I accept who I am now. And this is a new improved version. And I look back at old photos of when I had my kids and it was maybe like two years in after uh, Noah, who's my last, just seeing her let photos of myself. And I'm like, I don't even recognize myself. She was so lost. She yeah. didn't know, she didn't know who she was. She didn't believe in herself. She didn't nothing. And I feel like, just that advice of like, it's okay not to find yourself. See, it's okay to invent you, a new version. What did you do differently afterwards? I think literally for three years I did nothing. I just delved into being a mum. Yeah. Delved into being a wife. I had started my Instagram then and I was connecting with so many mothers. And I feel like literally the only thing that, that switched things up was when I started to go, okay, my kids are a little bit older and I'm so sick of... And don't get me wrong, I love my kids to death, but I, I don't want to just be mum. I just I don't want to just be wife. I want to be me. And who is she? I don't yeah. know. So let me do things that remind me of me. So I went back to old things that made me feel like me, like getting my hair done, catching up with old mates that maybe I haven't seen in a while. And then just it's always was trial and error, definitely. And I think when I put, started to put myself first was when I started to like take time away from the kids where it was like on a Sunday where Billy was home. I was like, hey, this half of the day, 
like I'm going to have him in the morning, you go work out, you go do whatever you want, catch up with a friend or whatever. But the other half of the day when you take him to your parents' house, I'm actually going to stay home and just do me. Yeah. Like it might just be a walk. It might be just laundry in peace, whatever it is. I might go for an appointment. I might catch up with my friend, but just having alone time. Yeah, because it really helped you get over that mum guilt. And yeah. it was like, I'm allowed to and it's okay for me to have yeah. that time. And, and that's what I mean. It made it's, me feel like it was yeah, okay. So it does right. play a part. But just having that alone time, especially when they started childcare, I was yeah. like, okay, I actually have that time now. And I was working, but even working felt like a bit of freedom at that stage, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I hope that you guys, I know I felt like I learned a lot in this, but I hope that you guys take something away from this podcast and are able to reflect and I hope you find yourself in whatever way that is need being. Make those changes. Yeah. Those small steps. Write yeah. it down. Just one thing even. One thing a month. Yeah. Just make it happen. You owe it to yourself. 100%. what I'd say. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 